Good morning, welcome to Behind the Blaze. I'm going to be your host, Christopher Barnett, with my co-host, Josiah Gordon. And today we have our football coach, Coach Tigard. Uh, good morning, how's your day going? It's going well. How are you guys doing? I'm good. Since this is your first year at Blackman, how do you like uh, Blackman and like its team so far? Uh, Blackman's awesome. So this is a really cool school. I've worked in seven different high schools, um, and this is one of my favorite places I've ever seen, just so everybody gets along really well, all the sports get along. You know, we've got so many kids playing different sports. Like We've got a great football player that's also a wrestler, and we've got uh, football players that, that pitch and play baseball. Um, all the coaches just get along so well. The school spirit is awesome. Uh, we had the Blaze Boys you know, up in the, in the stadium this year. Huge school spirit. Um, everything we've done uh, in my first year has been really, really awesome, and it's been a fun year. So what makes this school different than the others? Uh, honestly, just the way everybody gets along. You know, there's not any, like, rivalries between sports or coaches or uh, anything like that. The way everybody comes to the games and supports us, uh, regardless of the record or whether we're winning and losing, our, our student section's full. Um, the school spirit's great. Everybody does the dress-up days, and I think it's starting to get better and better, um, you know, because we're really into school spirit with our program. So I think it's going to get better every year, too. 100%. Do you have any um, traditions where you just try to keep – the spirit up between the players? We do a couple things, not not necessarily school spirit traditions, other than I encourage our kids to dress up. Um, and I think I, I spoke in a pep rally this year. That was the first time I think the head football coach had ever spoke, spoken in a pep rally. Um, so I really get into that kind of stuff. I let all the football players participate. A lot of coaches won't. You know, I want them to do the contests and dress up and, and do all that. And I think if the football players can, if they're not too cool to dress up, then it affects the rest of the kids and they'll actually dress up. And then the whole school does it. And it's a lot more fun when the whole school does it. If you've got 20 2,000 kids on a dress-up day actually dressed up, it's a lot better than just 10% of them. So I think football should lead the charge in that stuff. So football has many outcomes during the game. What would you say is your favorite outcome that you have coached? Uh, what do you mean by outcomes? So like so an outcome of a game, a game winner or anything like that? Well, I like to win more than we lose. Right. So that's, <laughs> I like I like to score a lot of points. Um, so we like to have very exciting games. And uh, we've had a couple of those this year. Um, so, you know, we, we broke every offensive record pretty much this year. Uh, yeah, so we, uh, we shattered every passing record in the history of the school. I think we broke 13 school records offensively. Um, so a lot of the stuff was really fun to come watch. And um, just the way we play football, is different so we, we're kind of like a um, like a full court press high tempo basketball team or we we like to play football kind of like Barcelona does with soccer you know real fast exactly yeah so it's the same thing across the different sports um, but it makes it a lot of fun for the kids it gets more kids to play uh, we play way a lot more um, athletes get on the field for because of the way we play offense and defense because we get about 30 to 40 plays a game more than we than most teams do so we get to play more kids uh which i like um and then everybody wants to come out and watch and so we did a really good job attendance wise and gate wise and um so this year went really well for that stuff that's nice um how do you choose like your starting roster like how do you get people to play just to get them on the team is just basically we just you know gotta uh walk the hallways and see if you're a big strong you know good looking kid we want to get you out uh, try you out and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't everybody uh likes the idea of playing football until you actually get hit by somebody um, that changes it sometimes um, but then to actually put the best 11 or 22 or uh, 35 however many 
players we want to put on the field that kind of changes each week. So we we follow the uh, Urban Meyer Ohio State philosophy to where we we draw a line on the board and then we go around the room and then as long as every coach feels like that kid is good enough or should play in the varsity game, they play. And some kids have a little bit to work on and then that's why we have uh, our futures games, which are like our junior varsity games. Um, and then they keep working to try to get above that line. And then once they get above it, we play. We play a lot more kids than most teams. Um, you know, but at the same time, you got to try to play the best 11 for that situation you can too. So how do you coach your players to get to that potential and to that level to be that best 11? Yeah, we, uh, so we coach really hard um, and we have a lot of fun while we're doing it. But at the same time, we, uh, you know, we get after it pretty good. We're, we want to be really very detailed in our fundamentals. Um, so like our quarterback, for example, when he throws a bubble screen, he has to be able to hit the running back exactly where his face mask would be. And if he's not hitting him in exactly that spot, uh, I'm kind of getting on the quarterback's um, tail a little bit. Um, and it, it kind of trickles that way for every single position. Um, our linebackers have to know exactly where they line up, two yards uh, outside the tackle, four yards deep, stuff like that. Um, they have to be able to know just exact details and be able to just get all this stuff out. It's kind of like if you've never been to a football game, uh, football practice before, it's trying to like learning a new, uh, like a foreign language. Like it's it's almost like you've never heard Spanish before and now you're out there and everything's coming out in Spanish because we have our own vocabulary. We have our own terms and words and uh, calls and, you know, just our offensive play calls. Um, you know, if you've never heard it before, it's going to be extremely confusing. So you have to learn a all that stuff just like you would a foreign language and then over the course of time and multiple years then the kids get really good at it during practice are you ever, are you like super strict or are you like lenient yeah no so well, that's a good question um so i try to make practice harder than games so i'm um way more intense in practice than i am in games and uh you know a lot of people probably saw that this year uh in games i think the players feed off what the coaches are doing so if the coaches are freaking out then the, then the players start to freak out so as long as we're calm then i think the players it's kind of a calming atmosphere uh because the game is already so stressful right but um if we can make our practice harder than games then then the games just become the reward for all the hard work they've done through the week um, it's not really a challenge just because they're already prepared and know exactly what's going to happen uh, before it does and, and that happens sometimes so being one who has played many sports I've played basketball football soccer all that I, I have had coaches yell I have had coaches compliment sure. so how do you get new players or just players in general to get in that mental mindset if you yell at them it's absolutely okay it's just that you want them to get better at the game yeah, well, I think it's um, like if you if you do yell at a kid in practice, then you make, gotta make sure you're hugging them afterwards. And so uh, we talk to them all the time about like, look, just because you're getting criticism, um, it's constructive for one, and you're it's not a personal attack, you know, um, just because we're trying to tell you something to do it differently um, than than you were doing. That's that doesn't mean you know you did anything wrong personally. Um, the other thing we do is we just try to really teach, you know, um, that th we shouldn't be doing too much yelling, honestly. Um, I don't have to do a lot of that. You know, we let the players go out and make a mistake. And this is all kind of by design. So you're allowed to go out there, say you're the quarterback, and you, you threw um, that bubble screen incorrectly. 
And so say it didn't hit the running back in the face mask, he had to spin around. And by spinning around, he only got tackled for a two-yard gain. Where then the next time I'll show him when they hit him in the face mask, he goes and gets a 15-yard gain. And I'll say, just because of where you put the ball, that's the difference in why it was successful or not. And you don't even have to yell at them. They just all of a sudden it clicks like, oh, now I see. So you go out there and you let them make their mistakes. You correct their mistakes. Um, you explain to them why it would work better this way. And then I think they pick it up better the days of just you know you do it because I say so those are kind of gone um, and so we let every kid kind of ask a question hey coach why do we do this why do we do that and I think as long as you have an answer for those things then the kids buy into it more as opposed to just coaches mean and makes me do it the way I <laughs> the way he says right so yeah. and and that's a lot different a lot of coaches don't coach that way um, I'm kind of the more modern I, I guess players coach or whatever to where we do that but um, I do th I think you saw so much more buy-in this year to where we were able to do some I call the offense so we were able to do so many good things offensively on our first year just getting here because they understand the why of why we do everything after losing a game because that just happens in the sport <laughs> yeah. um, what did you do to keep like your morale up with the team uh, it gets hard at times honestly um, so what I do I learned this from a uh, from a coaching friend of mine. So I, I worked for Lane Kiffin in Tennessee, and when we were there, we we were kind of having a similar um, year to where we were really good on offense, but we were playing some young kids struggling a little bit. So when you're playing really really well, um, you actually put your foot down more on the little details. So like when Alabama's always winning, that's why you'll see like Coach Saban's always cracking down on every little thing you see. When you're struggling, you actually don't want to do that. You want to build them up and get them to have more of a positive. Uh, environment so actually when we lose games sometimes we'll have more fun to where we'll go out and play flag football or seven on seven or uh, we call it blaze ball you notice that this year but when we're winning I'm cracking down on all the little things right um, so it's actually flipped to what you would think it would be um, but I do think it works over the years that I've tried that how do you convince people to join the football team and yep. let them know that you could be good academically and f let it right first of all the, the joining the football team is the most fun thing you can do there's no sport yeah. like it um to where you've got a 135 friends in the school um who you know literally have your back physically um you know when they'll go out there and you'll hit each other and um that, that does translate to the to the hallways to where you know like hey that's my you know that's my teammate and he's got my back um yeah. that part's that's that's usually an easy way to convince kids um the other one man is we give out more sweet gear and clothes and jump man stuff yeah. And we got the best <laughs> uniforms, and um, we do all that cool stuff, and that wants to that kids want to come be a part of that. Um, we score so many points, and we're doing it with style and all this cool gear and sweatshirts and all that that it makes kids get out of the hallway and want to come play. So, do you focus more at athletically or academically when you're trying to like? better the team I guess well it's, it, they usually go hand in hand um, that's why I like this school when I was looking at you know where to coach next um, the way I, I call uh, plays offensive and defensively it's it can be um, it can be complicated it can be challenging you can't really be dumb and just roll out there and do what we do um, so traditionally I've done better at a program that uh, does really well academically so when I was looking for the next school you know Blackman is a really good academic school uh, we've got one of the higher ACTs in the county and I took that into account is I, there's a bunch of smart kids and we can do a lot of cool things with a bunch of smart kids and we can do more stuff. And uh, <laughs> I do think we can 
use, you know, um, how smart we are to our advantage. And I think all of our sports do that. If you look at our basketball team, our baseball team, our girls basketball team, they all do that. Um, they beat people with coaching and, and just fundamentals and, and just being smarter than the other team, more disciplined than the other team. And so we've got to get our football team that way and, and we'll turn this thing around. Right. So how do you get your players recruited for college? What do you do to get colleges to look at your players or to get them in that ready state so we do a lot of things uh the first one is though is no matter what we do uh every division one college they've got minimums that they look for and they start with height weight size and speed and academics so if uh i, I have a lot of college contacts but if it's a 58 uh, receiver that runs a 5540 there's not a whole lot I can do um, but <laughs> yeah you know, we do have some kids that are pretty talented and so uh, when we are talented we want to put those kids in a in a situation where they can shine so we've got Justin Brown and Ben Marshall that um, they both actually are now top two in school history and receiving uh, in receptions um, Justin broke the all-season record for receiving yards touchdowns um, so you know they went out and had a great year which is all you know a tr uh, attributed to them personally but also um, some of our assistant coaches and quarterbacks our offensive line um, then once the colleges come in they check you know they've got all the height weight size and speed they've got all this great game film they come and check their academics both of them have over 3.0 GPAs um, so they check all the boxes there and so once the the players have done all the work and they have all the measurables that are needed then me and my coaches can go start calling all of our contacts and I just go straight to coaches cell phones if you don't have cell phone numbers nowadays uh, they don't check their emails so I just start texting my buddies hey you need to watch this kid hey you need to look out for him and that's what we did and um, it started to really pick up steam we're calling it hashtag offer season right now because they're coming in left and right <laughs> um, but I, at the same time I get just as excited for a kid to get a division three offer as I I do a power five offer because um, if you want to play college football I do think our staff can help you do that um, as long as you deserve to do that and did everything right and um, so that's our goal is to get as many of these kids prepared um, either we call it a college prep football program to to be prepared to play college or even if you don't you're at least prepared to go be successful when you go to college yeah. as this is your first year what do you what are you trying to build when you like first set foot set foot on the field Yep. So, um, well, well, first of all, I got hired in February, um, and then we brought in 14 new coaches. Um, yeah, so we've got 15 total coaches. There was only um, two of our freshman guys. They stayed on staff, but everybody else was brand new. Uh, 11 of them in the building, all in different uh, – we purposely put them in different hallways of the building. They all teach different classes. Um, they're awesome teachers, first of all, or they wouldn't be here. Um, but to bring in all those new coaches, uh, totally new philosophy. I think Blackman attempted maybe 15 passes a game the season before I got here, and then now we're throwing 50 a game. Um, so that's been a big change. Uh, we call it – it's year one, but I'm actually calling it year zero. Uh, because we've had to repaint every inch of the field house. We repainted every plate, every weight rack. Um, we repainted every coach's office. We're redoing all that. We're still doing it. Um, we're going to put in 32 new lockers this offseason to have every kid have their own locker. We've got 72 lockers, but we had over 110 players sharing lockers. And um, <laughs> yeah, so that's been a, a lot of work in progress. So during year zero, you're kind of laying the foundation for what you're going to do in the future. Um, so I think we did that from a discipline standpoint 
standpoint. You know, we had our kids here before school, so they're working out at 7 a.m. Then we start school at 8.30. Then they're coming back after school until 5.36. Um, so that adds the discipline part. The, the dedication was the second core value that the kids came up with. Um, and if you're not dedicated, you won't last on the football team because we do work a lot. Um, we teach a bunch of leadership. That's our third thing we talk about uh, to where in Wednesdays in the off season, we go in the SLR and we go over like leadership stuff, trying to teach them how to become a better leader. Uh, and then the last one is family and fun. So we want them to be a close family. Um, I do think we've done a lot of that this year to where we've got a really close team and um, we had a ton of fun this year, regardless of the record or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, our goal first year was to say, hey, I want you to have the most fun year of football you've ever had. And um, so I can tell you, but I, I mean, I know a lot of kids had a great time this season. So uh, that's more important to me, honestly, than anything is whether they're enjoying their time playing football here. So how do you build your chemistry with the players, not just player on player, yeah. but you with the players and each of the coaches? Uh, man, it's no one thing. Honestly, we're brutally honest with them. So so they can never say that we <laughs> no coach has ever lied to a Blackman football player. So we, we keep it real <laughs> with them. But at the same time, I think they respect that a lot. And so there's never any like, you know, coaches screwing me, coach lied to me. He said he was going to play me here and he didn't. We don't have that because all they got to do is come up and ask, hey, how, how come I can't play quarterback? Well, bro, you can't throw it 10 yards, you know? Um, so, so so um, I think when you keep that open, honest communication, our doors always open. They're not afraid to come ask us or tell us anything, um, you know. And, and we just keep it honest. And every decision we make is 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 for the betterment of the kids. And I think that they know when they come and they have a problem or they have some sort of issue that we're going to give them our advice that you know we would give our sons. Do you have any like fun way, activities or like that special things you do throughout the week, like during practices? Uh, so, yeah, so I know where you're going. So we've got the different music days. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we've got Hair Metal Monday. Um, Coach Gerke, my defense coordinator, really is a big fan of Metal Monday. Not a, he's about the only one, though. Nobody else likes that. Yeah, oh, yeah I hear that. Uh, yeah, we've got Trap Music Tuesday. we got White Boy Wednesday, where you bust out the country music. Uh, we got Throwback Thursday, which is my personal favorite. You know, it's all the, the 90s rap and stuff like that. Uh, and then Freedom Friday, the kids get to pick uh, their music. So that's what we do in the weight room and then sometimes out there on the field. Um, we got a lot of themes. Same thing on the football field for practice. We've got Man Up Monday, which is the full pad day. Lots of full tackle, Oklahoma drill, spider drill. Uh, Tuesday's turnover Tuesday. So if you get an interception or a fumble in practice, you get a power aid after practice. Um, <laughs> they love that. Yeah, they like that. Yeah, we got no break Wednesday because it's just a quick hour practice with no water breaks, nothing in between. Just go, go, go. Um, and then no repeat Thursday because we're not, you know, we should be 100% uh, right on our assignments and don't have to repeat any plays. And um, I actually stole all. All those things that was stolen from uh, Coach Kiffin when we were together, who took that from Pete Carroll when he was at Southern Cal. Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> he took it from Pete Carroll during the heyday when uh, Southern Cal was winning all their national championships. Oh, wow. yeah. um, so a lot of the stuff we do is the same exact thing the colleges are doing. Uh, in February, we call them blaze drills. They're the 6.30 a.m. mat drills on the turf, and that's literally the, the orange dawn we did when I was at Tennessee. Uh, it's the same thing as the fourth quarter program that Alabama does. So everything we do is basically modeled off of one of the colleges. Um, but it works. So, you know, there's a reason if they're doing it, we're going to do it. So uh, it works for us.
So what would you say is the difference between high school football and college football? Uh, just the seriousness of it. It's uh, college, especially now uh, with these NIL deals and, and kids starting to make a lot of money. Yeah. It's literally turned into a job. It already kind of was a job. Um, they only spend 20 hours a week on the football field, but what they don't realize is there's study halls and tutors and weight training right. and all this other stuff that goes into it. Your school day is planned from 6 a.m. all the way till 10 p.m. every single day um, between nutrition. Yeah. I mean, so there is no free time. There's no freedom uh, in season. There's no freedom hardly whatsoever, maybe one night a week. Um, and so that's the difference. And, you know, these kids think it's hard to get up here and, and work at 7 a.m. They don't realize it's gonna, <laughs> they're going to be doing 6 a.m. lifts when they go to college, <laughs> practice in the morning, go to class uh, after they eat lunch from 1 o'clock till 5 o'clock. Um, then they've got a study hall and a tutor until 7.30 or 8. they got to eat dinner and, you know, get in the bed. So it's, it's literally a full-time job once you get out so here. they got it easy here yeah so they, they shouldn't <laughs> complain here because it's gonna these kids that are gonna go to college they're gonna see it's a totally different world thank you for joining us it yeah. really helped broaden just like what you do for the football team this is was great yeah did you have fun this year i did yeah and actually from a school point of view too you have done a lot to just help the school as well i'm pretty sure anybody listening to this hopefully it encouraged them to get out on the football field and actually play some football yep but that is all the time we have for today and go blaze go blaze